0: What is up guys? Welcome back to Fit Body Secrets, where my mission is to bring you guys inspiration, motivation, and a ton of tips to help you guys on your fitness journey. It is Tuesday. Um, I'm feeling really good this week. I got a lot of things going on. I think I've been talking about it too much or maybe not enough. I don't know. Um, I am officially closing on my house on Thursday, getting excited. But the stressful part is they haven't told me the the exact time I have to be there. And it's like a 45 minute drive, which is like super stressing me out because My typical busy client check-in days are Sunday, Monday, and Wednesday, Thursday. So long story short, I will be making sure that I take care of all of my people. So if you are one of my clients uh, and you are a Thursday check-in, I already sent out a message that I will be doing all of my check-ins for you guys on Wednesday uh, because I like to make sure that I take care of other people before I take care of my own personal business. So um, call it what it is, but that's just me. I'm a people pleaser and I honestly care about people. So that's what I'm going to do um but i'm excited uh, a lot of a lot of cool things uh weird things though like you don't realize how expensive little things are like in my apartment complex here we pay what's called a lifestyle fee and that includes our quote unquote valet trash and our internet <laughs> um and so that's always been bundled in since i've lived here and then like when just shopping around for uh my internet they, they use the same internet, there, blue stream. And it's like freaking $65 a month for internet. I'm like, really? It's crazy. I mean, I haven't paid for internet in years because it's just been bundled in, um, bought my own washer and dryer and that's being delivered on Friday. So like just praying that like everything this week goes smoothly and that I don't have any unnecessary stress. Good morning, Miss Jody. Um, because that's obviously not what I want, but Uh, exciting times. I've never been a homeowner before. And like, literally the, all of the bells going off in my head are just got to buy fans and, and what kind of living room furniture do I want? And I got to get bedroom furniture and I got to get a spare bedroom. It's just like everything that I need. And like, I was talking to my friend about this because I was super stressed out about like not having everything when I move in. And I'm like, what am I saying? Like I can, I'll be fine. Like I have a bed, I have a couch, even if I want to replace the couch, I don't have to replace it right away i just want to have i'm really excited to decorate i've never had this opportunity i mean i'm 38 years old and this is literally my first time like really having something that i can call like my own in terms of a home and yes i've had my apartment now for four years but before that i was always kind of renting rooms uh, Cause I spent like, you know, obviously from 2010 until 2000, until I got into this place, just like being an athlete and living the athlete life, which was like, Hey, I'll rent a room and, you know, live for four to $600 a month and be able to train. So it's just been, it's just really exciting. So I don't want to talk too much about it. Um, other things on my mind today that I just want to kind of start before, before going to today's topic is like yesterday was nine 11 and um, I just had a lot of like weird eerie feelings yesterday and and i'm sure that you guys can all relate if you are if you were alive at the time of 9 11 is like remembering where you were and like the whole like feeling you got when the, the terrorist attack was coming we weren't even there but like it was like we could we were there like we were feeling it like in there and it's like as i was just driving down the roads and and I, the, the veteran there's a uh, bridge that i drive over to get to the gym called the veterans parkway bridge and they had all the flags up and people the firefighters after doing their thing it's just like it's just crazy. I just had a lot of eerie feelings. And something that was on my mind is like, I do hope that at some point nine 11 becomes a national holiday. I do think that that should be a day. I mean, I think about all the other days we celebrate freaking president's day, Martin Luther King day, uh, you know, like labor day, like all these different days, right? Like that day in our country, like literally changed so much for us and that not to be a holiday and not because I think we need to celebrate, but I think it needs to be a day of remembrance, a day of like, Hey, this is a day where we are honoring and we are taking time out of our normal lives to be with the ones we love and, you know, do American things like we do, which might be barbecue. It might be, you know, going to a memorial. It might be whatever it is, but to be able to say, Hey, this is a day where like we are remembering, you know, those people. So something that was really on my mind as well. Um, You know, so anyways, well, I guess I have a little ADHD because I'm going from one thing to the other, right? Going from the happiness of a house into the sadness and eeriness of 9-11. And then I'm going to hop right into today's topic. (laughs) So and I'm probably going to have a few other tangents down the road. That's just how how I am. So today I want to talk a little bit about reverse dieting in general. Um, I think that there is a lot of misapplications about it, a lot of people that really don't need a reverse diet that are doing reverse dieting, um, and then people that really do need a reverse diet and are not doing the reverse diet. And at the end of the day, I think that what I want you guys to get out of this today is understanding or even being able to self-evaluate where you are in your fitness journey and seeing, hey, will I benefit from learning how to diet in reverse, aka bringing calories up? Because that's essentially... What reverse dieting really is. So I'm going to pull up my show notes here. So I make sure that I have those in front of me. Um, so essentially what I want to start with guys is talking a little bit about what reverse dieting is. And I think that the, the overall main purpose of reverse dieting is calorie restoration. So it's essentially reverse dieting came on mostly from the bodybuilding community. Um, If you guys are familiar with the bodybuilding community, bodybuilders get extremely lean to step on stage um, and they diet themselves down to where a lot of the women are eating less than a thousand calories a day while doing tons and tons and tons of cardio to literally get themselves looking as absolutely shredded as possible. And in this extreme phase, what a lot of bodybuilders, figure competitors were experiencing is post-show They were having a lot of binge tendencies and where weight was just packing on. And even if they weren't binging, it just seemed like even just trying to return to normal eating was causing them to just gain weight. And you would see a figure competitor that was super lean and shredded two months later looked like she had not worked out a day in her life. And I have, I have witnessed this myself, um, with a couple of people that I've known. And I was shocked because I had never seen that transformation before, Um, you watch somebody and their body looks amazing. And then you see them two months later and you're like, what the hell happened? Um, and so essentially what the reverse diet was meant to do was to allow a competitor, if it's your competitor to avoid that weight regain after an extreme change in their calorie intake, in their metabolism and their body composition. And the, and the whole process of it was that by trying to take a very controlled approach to bringing up calories we would prevent that binge. We would keep ourselves in that place or they would keep themselves in that place um, and avoid that rebound weight gain. Now, obviously in those figure competitors, there should be some weight restoration, some uh, body composition changes because, uh, sorry, I'm getting a little uncomfortable. That's why I'm moving around guys. Um, Because uh, they are super, super lean. And obviously staying that stage lean all year is not healthy for the body. So they also... And there, and there comes a whole nother animal with that because now they have a lot of body dysmorphia when you've been that lean, when you see your body changing, it does get a little bit uncomfortable and that could also cause things. So essentially what reverse dieting is, it's a, a gradual increase of bringing your calories back up to maintenance. So just to give you guys a little bit more of an understanding or break that down for you, let's just say that your maintenance calories are calculated at 2,400 calories a day. And in this phase of fat loss, you dropped your calories down from 2,400 to 2,100. And then when that stopped working, you went down to 1,800. And then when that stopped working, you went down to 1,600. And however low you got, okay, the goal of reverse dieting is to bring your calories back up to maintenance or a new hypothetical maintenance for wherever you're at. So let's just say you've lost 20 pounds. Your maintenance calories have also likely changed from where they are, where they were. Now in that process of losing weight, you may have put on some muscle mass, improved your workout intensity um, or just working out more in general. So that might also cause an increase in your uh, caloric expenditure. But at some point you want to go from eating less to figuring out, okay, I want to learn how to eat more and maintain my weight. So this is a really important process for people to understand, especially after weight loss, even if you never got stage lean, just weight loss in general. And I want to go into why rebound weight gain happens. So a lot of people have struggled with maintaining weight loss. They may have lost weight and had a really, really, really hard time keeping it off. And a lot of times they blame themselves. They're like, I just like, couldn't like stop the cravings. And I was like giving in all the time. And like, I just feel like I just a failure. And that happens a lot. Um, and so I want you to understand that the signals you're getting from your body, when you've lost weight to trigger you to eat, are a natural thing because as we lose weight, our leptin levels, which is the hunger hormone essentially, go get lower. And this is triggering the brain to signal the diet desire to eat more. It also triggers the brain to burn less energy, which will prevent weight regain. And the main reason for this is because your body has a set point. You've heard about like your quote unquote, like happy weight, right? It's the weight where like no matter what, your body always tries to go back to that. And essentially, when we've lost weight, your body knows it wants to get back up to there. And it's really important that it's an unnatural process to fight that, but you can change that. You can change that set point. It just requires a lot of time. So I think a lot of people think that when they lose weight, that that's the end. And it's actually just the beginning because you really have to spend some time learning how to maintain that weight without rebound weight gain. It's the most important part of your journey. You know, losing weight and rebound weight gain is a very common thing. so going into some of the problems with this yo-yo dieting or yo-yo weight gain, I like to use the word yo-yo. Essentially what I mean is like, Hey, you're dropping calories, you're losing weight. You gain weight, you drop calories again, you lose weight, you gain weight. You know, oftentimes we start to realize that that body set point starts to get higher and higher. And suddenly like we initially lost 20 pounds and put back on 10 and then we lose another 15 pounds, but now we're going higher again. It's just, it's, it's a perpetual cycle that eventually ends up leading to body set point overshooting, in which case now the body is no longer at your old norm. People actually end up putting on more weight than they originally wanted to lose in the beginning. So it's, it's a really like crazy thing that happens when you guys yo-yo your weight and yo-yo your diet. One of the main reasons for this is that, because I think that people have to understand that when we lose fat, we don't lose fat cells. Okay, so fat cells essentially swell. So when we're actually packing on fat, we're not actually like, we're, we're actually swelling those fat cells. And eventually they get too big and then they multiply. So whenever we gain weight, and then we actually gain more weight than we originally had to lose, we're actually causing more fat cells to accumulate. And they don't ever go away. We can't, once we have them, we, we can't lose them again. We don't lose them. They just stay, they just shrink. And this is where it becomes a lot harder to lose weight. And it makes it a lot easier to regain weight because now we have more fat cells. they are just going to fill up faster. So kind of wanted to go into a little bit about the application of and why I'm talking about all this. Because like I said, most of you guys are never going to get stage lean. Like that's never the goal but you are looking to get leaner and get fitter. And regardless if you are just trying to get to a healthy weight or you do wanna get to where you're seeing some abs and definition, you you are gonna have to understand that there's an important part of your journey that comes down to learning how to reverse diet and eating at maintenance. And so many people avoid learning how to eat at maintenance. It sounds dumb. They're like, well, I'm eating at maintenance. I'm not losing weight. No, you're eating at what you think is maintenance. Like what if you could actually be eating five to 600 calories more? Wouldn't it be that much easier for you to eat out socially and not feel like you're going to have to cheat on that day and then restrict afterwards? Like there is a whole thing that can, a whole bunch of benefits that can come from this. And so what I want you guys to really understand is though, even though you're not super sage lean, that there is applications to this just as a gen pop. Like, and when I mean gen pop, it's like people that are like, like you and I We're just, you know, working out. Well, I guess I'm a competitive athlete, but you know what I'm saying? So, so a couple of things that you guys have to realize is that reverse dieting is going to help benefit you in a number of ways. Physically, um, as you increase your calorie expenditure, um, from a metabolic perspective or a caloric expenditure perspective, I should say, you are going to be burning more calories because you have more energy in your day and the thermic effect of feeding causes you to burn more calories. So just by eating more foods, especially if you're eating a lot of high fiber, whole foods and high protein foods, you are going to be increasing your caloric expenditure. It improves your hormone function. Like I said, you know, like that's going to really help you with your leptin and your ghrelin levels, but also a lot of your sex hormone function because as we are underfeeding, um, your reproductive system is an auxiliary or an accessory uh, system. So you'll see that a lot of those hormones definitely take a little bit of a hit. And this is going to allow you to optimize that. Now, I'm going to say on the opposite end of things, guys, if you are still at a higher body fat, a lot of times you won't experience a lot of these things because whenever we're seeing uh, disruptions, disruptances in hormone issues related to diet, it's typically not eating the right amounts, the right types of foods, but calorie wise, you typically won't see this until you get pretty lean. Um, and then obviously a- another physical benefit is just your ability to be able to build muscle. So ladies, if you are like afraid of eating too much, and you're also trying to get lean and build muscle, not eating enough, a reverse diet can really help with that and, and allow you to feel confident that you're not going to gain fat, but you are going to get leaner and you're going to build some muscle and get stronger. And then on the psychological side of things, I think that the, the main benefit here of reverse dieting is an improved overall relationship with yourself and how you eat. Because with reverse dieting, when you're actually giving yourself permission to eat more, um, we, we typically are going to see less binging, uh, less restricting, and less overall stress and feelings around food in general. You know, So that's where it's it's really important for you guys to understand those benefits. Now, reverse dieting, I think, needs to be as calculated in the beginning. And I'll talk about why in the beginning at first and later on is in the beginning as your fat loss phase. So if you guys want consistent fat loss results, You know, the best way to do that, I hope, is to actually keep a food diary so you can track things and ensure that you're getting in enough calories, enough protein, and then you're ensuring that you're still seeing weight loss. I always like to say just because you can diet on less calories, you don't have to, right? So we're looking to make sure that we're optimizing the amount of food we're eating while still seeing results. Um, And why I'm saying this is because it's really important that in the reverse diet, you guys do the same thing because we don't want to just start throwing sh- throwing shit at the wall, right? That's where that rebound weight gain comes in. We want to actually know that we're bringing things up in a way that's going to allow you to feel like you have control, but slowly trickling things in so that you don't like feel like your weight's going to go up a whole bunch, right? So we want to kind of see how the body adapts to that. So let's talk about some of the applications and the use of reverse dieting. that I talked about the benefits of it uh, and where I find most people need it. And, and I'm going to go into not just the caloric piece of reverse dieting, but a lot of the different components that I like to wrap into reverse dieting. Okay. So let's talk about applications first. So reverse dieting applications, let's just say that your goal is to lose fat. You've been struggling to lose fat and you've been chronically under eating, you know, so, um, you are just notorious for eating 12 to 1400 calories a day and you are not seeing any results. So reverse dieting can help you guys make, help make fat loss easier because by getting your calorie expended calories up, um, if the 12 to 1400 calories a day wasn't working and we get you up to about 21 to 2200 calories a day and your weight staying the same, now we can hopefully drop back down and see that we can create a deficit because energy expenditure has has went up. If you are able to maintain your weight, at around that 21 to 2,200 calories without weight gain, that means that you're, that's your new maintenance. And now we can start to take calories off of that. And as long as movement and activity stays up, we can start to see that decrease in body fat as well. Okay, so for those of you guys that have been chronically under eating, maybe like I said, your goal is to build muscle. This is going to make that muscle building potential a lot easier. Ladies, if you are in your 40s and 50s, you are becoming more muscle wasting, spending less time in a deficit, And more time eating at maintenance is going to help protect that for you obviously if you have fat loss goals we want to cycle that in there but that's really going to be important and the most important part um the most important thing about reverse dieting or the most one of the most important parts of it is its application in your fat loss journey every fat loss journey should start with a reverse diet possibly i'll go into that in a second and end with a reverse diet so when you first start your fat loss journey, if you are, my main goal is always to have my clients start off eating at maintenance calories. Why? Because I know that I can optimize how long I can keep them in a fat loss journey for. So if they start at their first week and they're already eating 700 calories less than maintenance, okay, well, now what happens when we adapt to that? I go, can only go lower or then we have to do a reverse diet then, right? So if I get you eating at maintenance first, then we can go down. So some clients don't need a reverse diet. Some clients can take my, uh, uh, my suggested numbers and start right away, right away. And these clients are typically the ones that physically or psychologically don't have a lot of fear around eating and they're ready to dial it in, you know? So getting yourself eating at maintenance first, you may or may not need a reverse diet. If you can get to those maintenance calories, uh, quickly, then we don't need one, but if you're struggling, then it might take a little while and just prolong your fat loss journey, but that's okay. It's it's your journey and you need to go at a pace that works for you. And then, as I said, at the end of your um, fat loss journey, when you are happy with your results, we wanna make sure that we are incorporating a refeed or a reverse to ensure that you can now maintain eating more calories. Because nobody wants to live their res- the rest of their life eating on 12 to 1500 calories a day. We wanna optimize that as much as we can without making it stressful in your life to ensure that you are able to maintain. Okay. So going into some other, like, I think other things that get overlooked when it comes to reverse dieting and the importance of it is I think that a lot of people focus on just the calories piece of reverse dieting. And this is where I am a little bit different in that. I think that people forget that there are other parts of diets that are habits that we create, that we also want to ensure that we don't have to do forever. Right. So reverse dieting looks different for every single client in that. Yes, we are doing the calorie restoration, but the other things that we're reversing from that dieting phase is going to be based on the individual. Okay. So, uh, for instance, some of my clients are not going to be lifelong track, lifelong trackers. Like that's not the goal. Um, a lot of my clients use tracking to ensure that they are able to dial things in. They know that they're going to be able to see consistent results. And then when they are no longer in a fat loss phase, they want to be able to move on from using a food tracking app and graduate into something that's a little bit more intuitive where they've built so much time under their belt, um, weighing and tracking everything that they don't really need to be in a food diary every single day. So for a lot of these clients in the reverse dieting phase, I will, once I have calorie restoration, I'm going to start to do what I call pull the training wheels off. And I'm going to start to say, Hey, like, I don't want you to actually track your food today in the food app. I just want you to write it all down and I want you to eyeball your portions. And at the end of the day, I want you to go in and then I want you to enter it in. And let's just see calorically where you're at and where your macros kind of fall into place, giving them an opportunity to get, build up that confidence that they don't need to track in an app, but also checking, ensuring that like mentally when they're, when they're building plates and they're building their meals, that they're not going so far in the opposite direction, you know, this happens a lot on the weekends and such. So we want to make sure we're dialing that. in. the other things that we look to reverse is if a client did have to significantly increase their activity because maybe they were very inactive and they did, um, obviously want to start to get faster results. Maybe they started to step up their step count and such. We want to find that happy medium of like, Hey, what does lifelong life look like for you in terms of movement throughout the day? You know, Because if that's going to all of a sudden drop, then it's going to obviously change how many calories you're burning throughout the day. So we want to make sure that we have that in check as well. Um, You know, I look at other habits. If a person is typically meal prepping and they're doing that in their fat loss phase, are they going to be a meal prepper in the maintenance phase? Or are they going to want to be more of a, you know, go as they go or live as they go? Because that stuff matters. You know, there's going to be some habits that you want to make sure to continue on but others that a person can become more slack on. And in that reverse phase, we're monitoring those things. We're monitoring changes in the way that they feel, the way that they look, um, the way that their weight's changing to ensure that like we have the right amount of structure that gives them control to maintain things, but not so much freedom, you know, but not so much control. that They still feel like they're literally like living the rest of their life on a diet. So reverse dieting isn't just the actual calories. It's also all the other things that come along in the fat loss phase that you now want to kind of move on from, because I mean, at the end of the day, guys, when you bust your ass to lose weight, the goal really is to be able to enjoy living your life, being a leaner individual, being happy, being proud of that. Um, and yes, you want to be able to like. Obviously, you're going to have to have some discipline. You know, that's part of changing your lifestyle, right? Like, you know, that the body that you want is is going to require you to do the things that you did to achieve it, but. Um, it doesn't have to be something that you're like committed to the rest of your life living, you know, only for maintaining your body weight. Like it should, it should become very natural. And, and that's why reverse dieting should also include those other things as well. Now, this is also where it's very different from a figure competitor and the application of that aspect of things, because those people do live for their sport, So they do spend periods of time bulking and cutting and it's very, very, very rough on the metabolism. So, um, that's not you guys. You guys are looking for, Hey, I want to look leaner. I want to be fitter. I want to be healthy. Um, I have goals in the gym. I have goals in my personal life, and I just want to be able to like how I look and feel. And that's essentially what, you know, we want for all of you guys. So, uh, last little plug that I'm going to leave at the end of this message is I am looking at the calendar and we are prime time right now to go into a fat loss phase. So, Here's where I'm going to tell you, if you are ready for a fat loss phase, you are like, I am ready to rock. Okay. I am looking for some peeps that want to lose up to 15 pounds by Thanksgiving, which is going to come around faster than you realize. Because when I looked at it on my calendar, we're just about 10 weeks out from Thanksgiving, including the week of Thanksgiving as of Monday. So if you are looking to lose fat and you want to do this in a way that is actually not restrictive on your diet, um, prime time Jody is meaning that you are in a place where you feel like you can commit to being accountable with a coach. Um, prime time is like, I'm definitely feeling insecure. Um, I can devote the next 10 weeks to like learning some new things. Um, I don't have a problem weighing and tracking my food. Uh, that's pretty much it. It's actually, that's what it means. It's, it's no, here's, here's, here's what I'll tell you, Jody, who is not prime time for fat loss right now before Thanksgiving. Anybody that's going to tell me that they have 5 million vacations coming up in the next two months. That's the only person (laughs) that's the only person that probably should not be dieting right now. If you've got 5 million different vacations coming up, probably maybe not for you. Anybody else that's willing to use a food tracking app, use a food scale, check in with your coach somebody that actually wants somebody to like hold them accountable to things, showing them things, supporting them along the way, um, learning how to eat the right kinds of foods, making those adjustments. And like, you're just ready to like, think about like starting a new workout program, Jody. That's exactly, exactly what it is. Like you're ready to like fresh start. Let's do this. Um, that's what we want to do. So I, I really want to offer anybody out there that's interested in that. I'm going to put a quick fat loss frameworks assessment, I shouldn't say assessment application. Um, I can't put it in the show notes because I already made them and I don't want to make Scott edit them. <laughs> so what I'm going to do is I'm going to drop it in the comments. And actually I think I can do that right now. Um, and if you guys want to sign up, okay, first step is just filling this out for me. Um, this way I can get a little bit more idea about you and like your specific needs. Um, where you're at in your own journey. And I will be honest and map it out for you. I mean, before signing up, I'll be like, Hey, realistically, this is what you can achieve by Thanksgiving. Um, This is where I think we'll be. And this is what I want to do after Thanksgiving so that you know how to maintain because the holiday season is my favorite time with my clients. I love my client wins or that come January 1st. They're all not having to do a diet. They're all like, they're all dialed in. They enjoyed their holiday season. They didn't gain any weight and they're ready to rock for another month. That's all it is. So, um, I love showing a different approach to this. And that's what I want to do. So, if you are ready to rock, you want to lose some fat up to 15 pounds. And I'm saying 15 pounds, you might lose a little bit more, but my goal is around some between 12 and 15 pounds. And maybe you have less to lose. Maybe you only want to lose eight to 10, even better. But I am looking to help get you guys ready to go for the holiday season. And, uh, this way when you see your relatives, they're going to be like, what have you been doing? Those uncomfortable feelings. I actually just talked to Scott about that last week is I was asking him like, do you get uncomfortable when people comment on your, on your journey? Like that you've lost weight. But, uh, cause I, I, I still do when people see me, they're like, you look so great. And I'm like, But anyways, so if that's you, the link is in the show notes. uh, I'm sorry, in the show notes, in the comments. Um, I will also make sure I put it on my Apple podcast as well. So if you're listening to this after the fact on Apple, you will see it in the show notes there because I can edit edit those still. Uh, And that's all I got. So this week, guys, like I said, I am moving this week on Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Hopefully I'll be done by Sunday. Um, So I will try and podcast again on Saturday, but chances are I might not. So, um, and I want to know what topics you guys want me to talk about next. So drop some topics that you guys want in the comments. I would love to, uh, kind of go over whatever else you want. And this one, I think has been a long time coming. It's been a while since I've talked about reverse dieting and I've noticed a lot of my clients recently asking about it and wanted to put a podcast together for it. So, uh, that's it guys until next time. I'll talk to y'all later.